Christy Coleman is one of the most extraordinary museum curators in the country. As an African-American woman tasked with creating a new museum of the Civil War, she needed vision and diplomatic skills aplenty. And she told me she had a very early, very visceral immersion in Southern history. At Colonial Williamsburg. This is at Colonial talk- Williamsburg, right. yeah, as a, a summer job, as a character interpreter is what they were called. Yeah. And it was portraying a person of the past. Her name was Rebecca. She was an enslaved young woman about my age. I mean, they had to create, they had to find somebody for me. And she was the property of John Blair. And uh, the premise behind her story was that he was sick and dying. And it was creating anxiety because young Rebecca didn't know what was going to happen to her if he died. Wow. That's pretty heavy debut as an acting role, huh? It, it was. It was. So I did those summers, went away, worked at another museum, came back to Colonial Williamsburg, and eventually became director of African-American interpretations and presentations. And one of the first actions in that role was the decision to reenact an estate sale, which included the sale of slaves. And that's the first time I was thrust into the public and the public relations and media spotlight. You know, Colonial Williamsburg decided that I should be the face of this thing. Now, it was very controversial uh, at the outset, but it seemed that in some ways you, you brought people along to understand why this would be a a helpful scene. Absolutely. I mean, it was an extraordinarily important moment. Even though there was so much anxiety going into it, lots of controversy, people felt this isn't appropriate to do in a museum setting, a particular at Colonial Williamsburg or whatever. But what it did in in the post days of that is that I received letters from academics around the nation, around the world, really, Um, Other museum colleagues, particularly those at historic houses and plantation sites, contacted me and said, if they can do that, we at least need to have an honest conversation about the enslaved populations at our sites. And so that began what I think was sort of the birth of us finally knowing the stories about Hemings and the other 300-plus people that were at Monticello and learning about the 300-plus people that were in Mount Vernon and so forth and so on. I mean, that was the moment. Um, because when was that moment? 1994, yeah. which is ridiculous, right? You know, 25 years ago. But that was the moment. There aren't many topics in American history that are still as contentious as the Civil War. So what were the issues that Christie and her staff faced creating this new institution? We had to completely reimagine the meaning of the war. We had to start there. And then from that, it's like, okay, well, if you're imagining the meaning of it, why it matters in contemporary life, then that means you really have to examine it the way that people lived it. So we started saying, okay, well, how did they live it? And then it was like, well, they lived in constant chaos. There was always changing choices. There was never knowing what was going to happen around the next corner. There was this period for some of, is this my moment? Is freedom coming? For others, there was just the basic question of where should my allegiance lie? And we also quickly realized that this conflict 
impacted native nations. While it wasn't a global crisis, it had global impact Certainly. because of the trades. We acknowledge that if we're thinking about this as constant chaos and death and destruction at a scale that had never been seen before, that you're also dealing with trauma. It is a high emotion thing. So how do you tell that story in an impactful way? And so it meant to me that it could no longer be a story that was just fixated on the military or the political. Um, it had to intertwine, again, the way that people lived it. And so that meant there was this constant flow of impact. Something that's happening in, in the society is going to affect a military action. Something that the po politicians do is going to end up impacting what happens on the battlefield. And what the community is, is railing against or rallying for is going to impact political action. So all of these factors are constantly in play. And people are changing their minds constantly about their support for the war or its aims um, and so forth. So creating that kind of fracturous environment actually became sort of a visual vernacular for us. So in many ways, what you're trying to do is tell the story both on a global and a personal scale mm -hmm. at the mm -hmm. same time. Uh, it's not that we're not telling the stories of military history and political history, but we're weaving them together into the stories of uh, abandonment and of death on a battlefield and of homesickness and of political conflict, right? So how is a museum the place that that story can be told in a way it can't be told anywhere else? Well, every time uh, uh, Pew Research Center does a study on trusted institutions, museums always rank number two behind libraries, which means that's a tremendous amount of power and importance to help communities navigate. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I tell people all the time, history has never, ever been for the dead. It is about our lived experience. It is about our environment. And so museums have the capacity through its collections, through its storytelling strength, to help people make sense of the past and make that usable. And because we use a variety of learning techniques, whether it is, you know, the text on the wall that can never be too much, whether it's the visual image that has an emotional impact, whether it is the artifact, there's something about the real thing that people and really relate to and it has, and thing. we have a ton of the real thing, <laughs> you know, that when they see it, it brings even more truth. And I think that those, sort of that center, um, that vision, that understanding is what helps us be successful and has enabled us to really re-examine every single program and event that we've done through that lens. So what's this new building like? What, what were its priorities? Well, <clears throat> you know, the priority certainly was be mindful of the historic fabric of the site. There are original buildings here, and there are industrial artifacts buried in the ground. I mean, we have tunnels and canals and all kinds of things that dot this nine-acre site. Yeah, this is one of the largest industrial sites Absolutely. in the United so, States at the time. And, and we were also concerned what we would find when we started digging. So you've invested so much in this for so long. Yeah. Now yeah. you're waiting just days until the world shows up. Yep. Uh, what do you want them to take away from this experience? Uh, I want them to be awed and inspired. Um, I'm, you know, look, this thing is beautiful. 
It's 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 beautiful. It's impactful. From the moment you walk through the the doors of the new building, you know you're in some place different because immediately you see the honoring of the past. Because we built this building around a ruin of the original foundry here. So what if you're a relatively recent arrival to America? You don't really feel any investment in this story. Why in the world would you come to the American Civil War Museum? Hmm. Because it, as soon as you walk through the door, not only would you potentially see um, people of your ancestral ethnic group, um, but you would also immediately begin to understand just how much this particular conflict and its aftermath impacts American life. You will begin to recognize, um, whether it's an ideologies, um, whether it is uh, um, the way sort of American culture, particularly political and social culture, evolves, you will see it. It will be very apparent to you. Anyone that wants to understand America and who and what she is will get a glimpse of that because of this conflict. And, and let's not forget, I mean, the American Civil War was an attempt at a birth of a new freedom. But it's, it is the saving of a republic. It is the saving of an idea. And that, I think, is inescapable. I was talking with Christy Coleman, the chief executive officer of the American Civil War Museum in Richmond, which opens its doors to the public this week. 